If I told you there was a 4% chance of rain, would you leave the house in a raincoat, boots, and grab an umbrella? Of course you wouldn't. You wouldn't let a 4% chance of rain ever even enter your mind. Or would you? Studies show that only 4% of what we worry about actually happens. Just 4%. And yet we're up all night worrying about all of those what-ifs. All that for a 4% chance of anything actually happening. There is a whole 96% of life we're missing when we're focused on the 4%. It's not that you're a warrior. It's that the 96% feels more uncomfortable somehow. The 96% where things are going well. Possibilities are endless. There are two worlds. One where you're living comfortably in your fear and limitations and victimhood. And another world where you're living in your divine freedom and possibility. And whatever you focus on, you get more of. I want to know where you're spending most of your days. Are you in the 4% or the 96%? Take my limiting beliefs quiz. Find out what's really blocking you. Grab the link in my bio. Women aren't born warriors. We become them. And the road to becoming a warrior is bumpy as hell. Each week, I'm interviewing women who, through tragedy and triumph, are leaping for greatness. Get ready to unleash your inner warrior. I'm Liz Swadek, and this is Conversations with Warrior Women. Hello, warriors. A lot of women I work with are looking to leave corporate and leap into entrepreneurship. Believe it or not, there is life after corporate. These golden handcuffs can be really hard to break out of. The money, the lifestyle, the overworking, the burnout. My guest today not only leads women out of corporate and into entrepreneurship, but she has done it for herself and lived to tell the story. She and I are sharing our leap into entrepreneurship journeys as well as the mistakes we made along the way. This is an amazing conversation about why we need guidance, community, and support when we're doing something new and in the throes of reinvention. This conversation is not only tactical and practical, but inspirational. I can't wait to share it with you. Looking to start your entrepreneurship journey or accelerate into your next business level? Come and listen to these gold nuggets. All right, let's get into it. But first, are you using your voice in your business? Having a podcast is the fastest way to become a thought leader in your space. It not only builds your confidence, but it builds a reputation for you as an expert in your field. Many women have told me they don't have time to go through my eight-week podcast launch. Well, introducing the White Glove Podcasting VIP Experience. We will get your podcast up and launched in one week. This includes creating, naming, marketing your podcast, getting comfortable with recording, finding your unique voice, and launching with confidence. This is a luxury experience where you'll be guided by me personally through the process. If you've been thinking of launching a podcast and you're looking for a sign, this is it. Use the link in the show notes to schedule a call to learn more. Podcasting has changed my life and 10X'd my business. Let's leap into your next level together. All right, everybody. Today on the show, Deb Boulanger. She is the CEO of The Great Do-Over, the founder of the Launch Lab for Women Entrepreneurs, and the Six Figure Accelerator, and the host 
of Life After Corporate podcast. She helps smart, accomplished women leaders make the leap from corporate to entrepreneurship. Over the last 20 years, Deb has launched dozens of services that generated hundreds of millions in revenue for her clients. She has taught and advised hundreds of new and aspiring women entrepreneurs to use these same proven strategies to test their business ideas and validate their money-making model. Welcome to the show, Deb. So excited to talk to you. Liz, I have been looking forward to this forever. (laughs) I mean, first of all, we're like new best friends. We've decided that we are sisters from another mister. Yes. We we already are in this amazing mastermind group together because everybody knows that I not only run masterminds, but I believe in them (laughs) as a practice. So we're in this amazing high-level mastermind together with Miss Tracy Litt. And we we met there, and now we've like gone to a retreat together. We have had emotional breakdowns together. We have done things, Deb. <laughs> we have done things together. We have done the shit. <laughs> I mean, that's that was the biggest joke coming out of that that time we were together was we were all saying like, I may not know where you live, if you're married or if you have any children, but I know your core wound, so it's cool, <laughs> right? I see you living in peace and flow and leading women into entrepreneurship. I was just telling you before we got started today, the word I use for you is masterful. I feel like you're so good at leading women out of corporate and into entrepreneurship. But you at one point, you had the golden handcuffs and you were in corporate, you were locked up and you were burnt out and it was killing you. So tell me what was happening in that at that point in your life. Yeah, I was I was definitely living the life, right? So here's what happens when you're a wounded child in corporate, right? So you're always trying to prove yourself. And so you take on bigger and bigger responsibilities to see if you can, you know, get someone to acknowledge you that you're doing a good job. And so, you know, here I am. I had a degree in special education got a job as a secretary for a consultant, and then ended up in sales in what turned out to be a Fortune 500 company, but was super small when I started, and climbing up that corporate ladder until, you know, you got the restricted stock units, you got a big bonus, you're responsible for a big P&L, you got 53 people reporting to you, and then you're living the life, you know, a house in the Hamptons with a pool and a kid in private school, all the things. And then to walk away from that was interesting. (laughs) So what was it like to walk away from that? Tell me. You know, my life came all crashing down all at once. I don't know if you know this part, but um, I was around, I was in my early fifties. Menopause had already hit. I'm on a business trip. I figure out that my husband's having an affair. I log into his email and I find out it's true. I'm running this $32 million business for this company, and I have a 13-year-old son at home. And so I'm traveling. I'm on the road. I happen to have been in Las Vegas when I had that big reveal. I don't know what it was. Like, there was some niggling at my intuition. It was just like, your husband's having an affair. I was like, what? What? And I only say this now is because, you know, my son is 24, and for years, I would never talk about it publicly. Yeah, so that happened. And then I get ye on a silent meditation retreat, figure out who you are at this stage, what you want. Is it time to let go of that marriage that you said you were leaving for the last 15 years? <laughs> or is it, you know, is it something else? And what about the job? What's next? I was just so stressed out with all the pressure that I knew I was heading for burnout. And so the meditation retreats were a lifesaver. Yeah, you know what? Pain pushes until the vision pulls. That is like the most 
like uh, that's my, Dr. Michael Beckwith. Pain pushes until the vi vision pulls, meaning either we're going to leave because we're forced out, right? You wanted to leave that marriage, but you didn't leave. So you were painfully forced out versus if we encourage women to follow the vision, which is, you know what? I don't think this mar marriage is actually working for me, right? And you follow the vision of like, oh, you know what? This isn't right. I, I need to move on, right? But we, a lot of times, we it's the pain pushing us, right? But it's it's so amazing when you're in the vision pulling you versus the pain pulling you, right? Because the the pain pulling you feels like a hamster wheel and you're just trying to put the band-aid on and figure it out and the pipes exploded and you don't know what to do versus when the vision vision feels scary, like, wow, oh my God, I'm going to leave my marriage. What does that mean? Right. But the the other is so much worse because you're just trying to fix it right after it happens. So it's incredible because now I feel like you're in that vision place. I am. And it wasn't easy because I, there was a lot of fear about leaving that marriage because I married into a very wealthy family and I married the entire family. And so I knew that, you know, if I left my husband, I was leaving the entire family because there was no way he was going to let me stay connected. Mm. And so that was the the fear part. And so there was a lot of fear and then, you know, until that time you get to it and you say, forget it, you know, fear or no fear, I can't survive. I, I, I am, I am dying in this relationship. I am dying in this job and it's not serving my, my son at all, you know? So staying in an unhappy marriage, so many people say, you know, let me stay in the, for the kids. And it's just like, the kids are so much better if you just split up and, and, you know, stem the bleeding. Yeah. I hear you on that. Well, I'm not going to let you get away without telling us all the business things and getting all this amazing information for my people. So let me just say, I'm going to be over here asking every question I think they might want to know. Okay. <laughs> Got so it. Say it's never too late to start your own business, but you have to start smart. First of all, I agree with you because I didn't mm -hmm. even start my business till I was in my fifties. So I'm, I'm, I'm a big fan of that. But what do you mean by starting smart? Yeah. I mean, in the corporate world, I had a girlfriend and we always said, work smart, not hard. Right. So starting smart is, um, and I have many, you know, things that I say about that is make sure people want to buy what you're selling, you know, find the demand before you start building supply and test before you invest. So what I noticed when I first made this leap and I immediately went to get a coach and be a part of a cohort because I don't like doing things alone. And I looked me around neither, that, me neither. <laughs> I know, I know. I'm not surprised. And I looked around that room and I was like, you don't have a business. You don't have a business and you don't have a business. You have an idea for a business, but they're, they're in this course. And this was a $10,000 year long program back, you know, 10 years ago when that, that was a unusual amount of money to invest at that stage. And we we're learning how to sell from the stage. We we're learning about group programs and we're learning how to sell and we're learning how to market ourselves. And no one wanted to buy what they were selling and they were crushed and broke. And so I was like, wow, I can solve that. Right. You know, I know how to do that. And that's when I took my corporate stuff is in corporate. I was in sales, marketing, and product development. Then I launched and ran this business unit and grew it like crazy. And that's what people needed. And so I took the corporate stuff and said, you know, I'm kind of like a McKinsey consultant for women entrepreneurs. I can help you find what is the right niche, how to position yourself, how to package it, how to message it, and go out there and start making money. Because that's where the magic is. 
Yeah, that is where the magic is. So that's incredible because honestly, you're, you know, like we just talked about before, being in a group is <laughs> the group dynamic is so interesting to me because I feel like some people are like, no, 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 I don't want to be in a group. Like, I don't know who's in there. I don't know what's going to happen. I don't want to tell someone my idea. But you go so much further and faster when you're in a group. People don't realize you're learning. I mean, every single thing someone's doing in our mastermind has actually applied to my own business. So I am taking notes. Every time someone's talking on that on that telegram, I'm literally taking notes because I'm learning so much because someone's a, a little ahead or they're doing something a little bit different. And that sounds interesting to me and I just love it. So I feel like, you know, being in the right group, let's say that, being in the right group yeah. can really accelerate you. Yes, it can. Yeah. Yeah, it can. And you want to be careful. You want to be in the right rooms. Uh, you don't want to be the smartest person in the room because then you're giving, 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 and, and you're not getting enough in return. And that's where, you know, niching down to the ideal client is so important because all of my clients are ex-corporate women leaders. And so you get in there and you share a common language. You have a common way of looking at things. You're used to structure and frameworks and processes and things like that. And so it's magic when that happens because people can excel really quickly. I love that. Well, you talk you talk about pricing, right? And you know, women have a lot of fear around pricing our services. It's we take it so personally. I have so many women who are like, but I'm putting myself out there. And I'm like, no, you're not, because your worth is actually not on the table. You're not putting yourself out there. I know right. this business feels personal to you, but it's not you out there, right? Yeah. Um, but when it comes to pricing services, women have so much fear. You say, get your head out of other people's wallets, which I thought was the great, I, I could like see that. Like here I am, like looking in someone's wallet. <laughs> get, your, get your head out of other people's wallets. What does that mean? You know, women, we're so damn compassionate for everyone around us. And so it's like, sometimes we can decide, you know, whether someone can afford our services or not. So you're sitting here and I always say there's two people showing up in the sales call on your side. You know, there's the you who's in the conversation. And then there's the other you who's like um, saying, oh my God, I don't think she can afford that. What what should I propose? You know, if, if I say this, what's going to happen, then she'll do that. And, you know, or you're needy and you really want the money and, you know, your head, your knickers get in a twist is one of my <laughs> um, business leaders once told me she was Australian. And so um, it's not your job to figure that out, right? And when people invest in themselves, like when I invested that $10,000, it was like, okay, I'm worth it. I am a, a high six-figure earner in corporate. You know, I'm going to invest this money in myself and I'm going to show up, I'm going to do the work and I'm going to get a ton out of it. And that's what people do. You know, it, it gives them a sense of value. You know, where, what would you rather do buy a Gucci bag or create a strategy where you can generate millions of dollars over the next several years? Yeah, absolutely. And you know what, that's the bottom line too, is that, you know, a lot of people are like, I don't want to invest in this. And I'm like, oh, let me show you all the things you're actually investing in that are getting you nothing. Yes. Like literally, what is that giving you? You know, the right class coach, the right guidance can, can 10x your business, you know, versus, oh, you're going to Hawaii for a week? Wonderful. That's great. Like, I'm not saying that's not awesome. It really is. But mm. when you invest in these certain things, right, and, and you're in the right rooms with the right people and you're getting this, this guidance, right, suddenly you've done the work of five years in months. Yes. It would have taken you five years to figure out all that shit on your own. And here's this person 
just with their little lantern in the dark cave, just leading you through. <laughs> like the minor 49 are just taking you through. Like, here you go. Right? I know. And and then the trust that that requires, the trust in yourself, the trust in the other person, because I don't know what it is about women. Maybe it was my favorite children's book, which was Fix It, Please. Right. <laughs> and so I wanted to grow up and be a fix it mommy. And I was going to marry a fix it daddy. We want to fix everything ourselves. And so women leave the corporate world and they think, well, you know, I'm smart enough. I can, I can figure this out on my own. And then what happens is, you know, years of trial and error and then the bright, shiny object. Well, let me buy that marketing course or that's what I need. I need better social media. And if you don't have like a basic business foundation that's simple, that's scalable, that really works for you, then you're always going to be chasing that shiny object and you're going to burn through your savings and be broke and not have a business that's generating enough revenue. Yeah. And I think that's what we do in the beginning when we're, when we're starting a business, we're like just t- piecing it, right? We're like, let me piece that. Uh-huh. Okay. Now I'm going to turn this knob. Now I'm gonna do-. And it's really hard to get a bird's eye view on it, you know, when you're mm-hmm. in it. And I used to tell people when I first started my business, I felt like I was riding the rocket ship while I was building it. I was like, oh, this is cool. Now I'm up in the sky and I'm on this rocket ship. Oh shit. Let me add another thruster because now I'm I'm like still going. I'm like in the air. It felt so crazy. So yeah. I I hear you on that. Like I feel like there is a certain framework, right? Certain people who teach different kind of frameworks and foundational work before you start getting the VA and doing the social media, you know, and I think it's, that's hard for people because sometimes that costs more than they, than they think it is going to, you know, right. So then they don't want to do it. They're like, oh, I'm just going to start with this little small stuff, but it's almost, but then you got to go back. Then you've, and by the way, teaching from experience, then you have to go back. Then I've done all the little knobs, right? Now my business has gotten to a level. Now I got to go back and build the foundation because I don't have it. And the self-esteem is in the toilet. Because, oh my God, I failed. And now I have to start over about again. It. And I've been burning through my savings. So I'm poorer than I was when I started. I mean, I literally had a woman join the launch lab a couple of years ago who was an executive coach to CEOs. And she said, I took this course and I launched a 14-day challenge. And I kind of paused and I looked at her. I said, how many CEOs do you know? Like sign up for 14-day challenges online. Like none, none. Yeah. I know, I know. So yeah. it's like, it, and that's that's the thing. That's the the whole self confidence, but it's really self esteem. It's like I don't know enough. I'm not enough. And this person looks really confident. They've got something. It could be my silver bullet. It's only three thousand dollars. You know, let me buy that thing, and that'll be the answer to all my woes, and I'll be rich. Yeah, yeah. And I, you know what? And I think. Again, going back, you're you're gonna have to do it at some point. You're gonna have to build the foundations. <laughs> you can't have a house on without a foundation. So you're gonna have to build it at some point. So be smart and listen to Deb and I and say, let's do it first. So let's talk about a foundation that you could actually use for your businesses, which is what you offer. And I already told Deb, I will be for sure doing the launch lab. I just think it's a freaking brilliant concept. I love it. I really like every time she's talking about it, I'm like, oh my God, that sounds so damn good. I want to do this. What's Launch Lab? Tell me how it started and what it is. Yeah. So you're not, you're beyond the Launch Lab right now. You're in for the accelerator, but the Launch Lab is your first stop. It's just like you get on the entrepreneur train, first stop the Launch Lab. It's like, let me figure out who I am. 
as a business owner? Why am I here? Why do I want to do this? Let me look outside. Is there is there any proof that this is a good idea? Are other people doing it? Is there demand for it? I always say it's like, you know, it's like this big bell curve. And in the middle is the belly of the beast, which is talking to real people and having in doing market research interviews and finding where the gems are. What do people need that no one's supplying them right now? And what does that look like to them? And how would they want to? to participate in that? And what would make it fun? What would make it most valuable? And then we use that to create a delivery framework and package it and price it and bring it out to market. And you have to know what what questions to ask. So that's kind of like my secret sauce is I've been doing market research for dozens of years, is that once you do that right, you know exactly how to package what what you're offering, how to price it, how to talk about it, And literally, I tell people, if you do a great job at market research, like I could write a whole webinar for you and know nothing about your business because it's all about the market. And the mistake that I see most new coaches and consultants make, because that's who I work with most often, is you hang out a shingle, which is your website, you know, and they say, I got my LLC, I got my logo, and I built my website. And that's like, I'm ready. (laughs) Give me some clients. Come find me. And that's not how it works. You know, in the early days, if you're a consultant or a coach, sometimes, you know, your old colleagues or your first clients and they're great referral partners, but that, that warm lead stream dries up over time. And you, you need to learn how to sell. You need to learn how to market yourself. You need to learn how to be visible, how to own your lane, and stand out and all the, all the stuff that brings in all the goodies. Yeah. I mean, I think that's so brilliant. So what, so tell me the difference between the launch lab and the accelerator then. So the launch lab is the foundation. That's where you have to have a a proven business model. So you merge from the launch lab, you've got a one page business model, right? So you know who you're targeting, what you're offering, what your unique value proposition is and your pricing and you're ready to go. Uh, the accelerator is for people who are already generating revenue. Like you have a proven offer, you are selling it, people are buying it, and you really want to make six-figure revenue growth predictable in your business. And so I did it with myself first, as I'm always my own guinea pig. And it was just like, oh, can I just, like, I found this formula that works. It's really super simple. Can I double my business? Can I just like double my revenues? And then can I like double them again? And what I found is over five years, we were growing by an average of 80% year over year. And that's when I said to my Launch Lab graduates, like, hey, I'm starting this thing. Do you want to do it with me? And I tested it out the first year with six amazing women. And then they renewed for a second year. I was like, what's going on here? Why are you renewing? It's just, well, we want to want more. We want to go further. So that's what the accelerator is all about. It's all about sales, marketing, product development, showing up as a CEO, getting your CEO toolbox together, hiring people, you know, that kind of thing. Because, you know, if you do the launch lab, you're going to want to go somewhere else. So it's amazing that you have that. I feel like you don't get this far in your business without having some mentors and some people who have 
kind of shown you the way. Everybody has heard me talk about Tracy Litt. She's been my biggest mentor by far. And and really, I think before that, I struggled to find somebody because I didn't know what I wanted to do. I was all over the place. And now that I know what I want to do, now I feel like I have the right person that can kind of help me get there. Who has been your biggest mentor? You know, I've had so many women entrepreneurs who have mentored me. It's hard to pick out just one because they've all been impactful. You know, before I I met Tracy, and I actually met Tracy in a mastermind when I was with Eleanor Beaton a couple of years ago. And I had heard Eleanor speak on the stage in New York City. And it's just like, I, I do not waste time. I was like, you are my coach. Have your person call me so I can sign up because I'm looking for a coach right now. And I did her program for a year. That's where I met Tracy. Then I went to Kelly Roach. And Kelly and her team were absolutely amazing. And I know Tracy was in um, another program that Kelly had offered too. So we were following each other around. And at the end of that, I was like, oh, well, I need to work with Tracy now. Because, <laughs> <laughs> because you know, the, the mindset, the how you're showing up, it's like the last frontier. You can have all the business skills in the world. You can be a great salesperson. You can be a brilliant marketer. You can be an amazing product developer, like have your finger on the pulse of what everyone needs. But if you can't stand in your own inner game, if you can't push your own edges and do things that feel uncomfortable, then you're never going to get to seven figures. And that's, you know, that's my next stop. Yeah. I love that. And you know what? You're right. right? Cause it, or you'll get to a certain point and then things will start falling apart real quick because yeah. You have to have that inner, you have to master your inner self on a level, you know, and it's not that it's not a constant thing, right? Like we're always, you know, we can be up and down and we can be kind of in these different spaces, but overall, you know, I feel like since I've mastered sort of the inner part of me and that I really take care and I'm aware of what, how I'm actually feeling throughout the day and knowing that that is actually my priority versus how much money I'm making versus how many women I'm serving, I have to actually make sure I am filled up, that I'm feeling good. And I'm always checking in with that because otherwise it does. It feels like, oh, I've just traded, like I, I have so many women starting businesses and I see them and they start to kind of drop all of their like anything that's like meditation or breathing or anything. And I'm like, okay, you're going to turn the the business that you're not liking now, you're going to turn your new business into that same business. It's going to feel yes. like a hot dog factory. factory. Yes. It's fucking horrible. So like they don't, you, you get excited and there's a pull and you know exactly what I'm saying. There's a pull when you love your business. You're like, well, then why can't I work all the time? Because I love it right? But you're still going to end up in the same burnt out place. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. My mother-in-law always used to say, wherever you go, there you are. hundred percent, hundred percent. So it is interesting, right? That that mindset piece is really not just a piece. It's almost the whole, it's almost the whole enchilada. It is. And, you know, I realized that early on and throughout the launch lab, there's a, a mindset piece in each of the modules, you know, whether it's self-sabotage or resistance or believing your thinking or, you know, what have you. And we start off with journaling. It's just like, there's a prerequisite when you work with me, you're going to journal and you might not like journaling. You may have tried it in the past, but you know, that's, it's just going to happen it's because happened. otherwise you're just going to be lost hundred percent. And some people have like kind of journaled throughout the years. I hear from a lot of women like, well, I used to do that. I'm like, well, pick it back up, sister. It's really a good way to access your subconscious mind. Cause sometimes like even the thoughts you're having, 
you're not really going deep enough. Like you want to know like what is what is in that mind of yours? What is going on that you need to put on paper so you really know kind of what's happening? How can people work with you? And do you have any freebies for us, Deb? Because I do love a free thing. I have um, I have freebies. So one of the freebies that I love to give is the pricing calculator because it will give you clearly on your screen, if you have a six-figure revenue goal and you're pricing your offering at like $500, you'll find out that you need to sell 416 people in order to hit that number. And it'll immediately be evident to you that that's not going to work. But it's really a modeling tool where you can model out your pricing to meet your revenue goal. And I always ask people to, okay, use it and put in your safe goal there and then double that stuff because we really want to see what's possible. So if you have a goal for 150,000, you know, what happens if you put 300,000 in that box? And it's foolproof, you know, it's pre-programmed, so you can't mess it up. And that's thegreatdoover.com slash pricing. I'll give you that link for the show notes. Thank you, Deb. I knew you'd give me something for free. Okay, so great. And we'll put all the rest of the things on there too, ways that people can work with you or if they want to look more into the launch lab or the accelerator, wherever they think they should go. All right, guess what? It's on to the speed round. It's party time. Uh-oh. Are you ready? I'm ready. Okay. <clears throat> You're just going to fill in the blank. And of course, there's no wrong answers because it's coming from you. <laughs> I am learning that. Entrepreneurship is a very long game. You know, as much as I would like to have be an overnight success, that it's staying with it, it's being resilient and flexible that really wins in the end. Yes. And not beating yourself up. Never. Just add that one in there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When I feel lost, I... I take a break and I pick up my trusted journal. Yes. Because, you know, that's like you said, you know, sometimes, you know, I'll write... Madam Executive, dear Madam Executive, <laughs> this is my current conundrum. Uh, what would you advise me to do? And it's amazing what channels through your hand. And so that's that's my go-to. Lately, I have been asking my 90-year-old self to, to just talk to me in the morning. Mm. Boy, has that been fun. Because like anything that's on my mind that's small and stupid and insignificant and just mind fuckery, here she comes. She's like, let me tell you, Liz, let me tell you what's happening over here. And I'm like, oh. (laughs) And I can just see your 90-year-old self. She's such a pisser. (laughs) Oh, God. She's a pistol, that one. I am a woman who? Who asks for what she wants and gets it. Hell yeah, Deb. I am proud of the fact that I? that I've built this business. And sometimes I pinch myself in the morning because what it literally is, is creating million dollar ideas. Like, oh, this would be fun if, and you know, these ideas just kind of like come to you and you bring them the market, you launch them, people pay you, you know, oh my God, people actually pay you for your expertise and guidance because they're getting the results. And you know, you've got million dollar ideas. I love this. I love it. I always say overcharge for your services because women entrepreneurs earn 30 cents to the dollar. And there's a reason it's because your self-esteem is all twisted up with your pricing. And when you actually price your services in alignment with the true value you deliver, it will feel like you're overcharging, but you're not. So my clients do this. I say, feel like you're overcharging. And then they they give me a Voxer back. They were like, oh my God, I just sold my package for $5,000. <laughs> I 
I love that. I really love that. That is so true though, because we really do try to wrap that up in our self-esteem and it has one thing has nothing to do with the other. Like they're like price, what your value is. I'm like, they, like as if it's like the value of your soul. I'm like, Oh my God, that's then put it at 10 zillion gadillion dollars. Like what? Come on. I'm really excited about. I'm really excited about being in person. And I think, you know, the event that you and I were at, it was just so great to be in the room. The Accelerator clients go on retreat with me at least once out of the two retreats a year that we offer. And I'm doing an event on June 8th in New York City, depending on when when this airs. And I'm super excited about getting back into New York City, about 75 miles outside of town and going in there and maybe even offering a conference in the fall. Oh, yes. Or the spring, something like that. Yeah. 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 In person is so juicy. I mean, I think we really have come to, we, listen, thank you, Zoom. Grateful for you, Zoom. Love you. Bringing all the people together. Glad to have it. But there is a real electricity when you are in person. It is really a heart to heart, soul to soul, you know, connection. And when women are in the room together, oh my oh my, my, it is like the magic. It, it just explodes. It's unbelievable. So I, I'm, I'm, I'm with you and for sure you should do that. And I would love to come the end. Well, Deb, <laughs> thank you so much for joining me today. Oh my God. This is really the end. <laughs> I know, but you know what? You can always come back. Cause I love you so much. I'd have you back anytime. Oh, uh, well your turn to be on my show next. Okay. I'll come over. I'll come over to your show. <laughs> All right, Beth, thank you so much. Thank you for joining me today, everyone. Remember to subscribe on iTunes, Google Play, or Spotify. If you enjoyed the show, leave us a five-star written review. This is the Conversations with Warrior Women podcast with me, Liz Swadek. And remember, every woman has a story. You just need to ask her. Bye, everyone. Bye.